Hello tribe, welcome to the Food, People and Advertising podcast. You are listening to Jamila Lowell. I'm a certified nutritionist, a wellness coach, a food and lifestyle blogger, and the host of the cooking show, Maggie Diaries. One of the questions that I keep getting asked a lot is how I started my food show and how it got picked up by Nestle Nigeria PLC, the makers of Maggie. Well, you're in luck because on this episode of FPA, I'll be giving you a rundown of the vital steps to take if you're intending to start a food show. But first, here's a little backstory about me. Uh, I started my cooking career about six years ago. I have always been actively passionate about food. I was always interested in how food was made. I always experimented with food, just creating all kinds of combinations and just going through, you know, cookbooks, um, my mother's magazines, then just searching for recipes, you know, as a child. Uh, so yeah, growing up, food was just always something that I was passionate about. And as I grew older, I always, you know, was the first person to be called, you know, to um, prepare food for um, ceremonies or eat celebrations at home. Um, my family, I always cooked for free. It was the first thing I thought about um, if, you know, there was a celebration or my friends were um, getting married. I'm thinking, what can I contribute? What can I do? What can I give them with? And the first thing that comes to me is, you know, make something special, cook something special and take to them. So, yeah, I did that quite a bit for free, <laughs> you know. And then later on, I decided to, you know, monetize this um, talent or this, uh, this passion that I had. So, yes, in a bit to balance my love for food, you know, trying out new recipes and consuming it, I decided to study the healthy aspect of food, uh, which was nutrition. So at some point, I went ahead to um, study um, nutrition. I ended an MSc in nutrition. So, which is, I mean, nutrition is a very critical part of health and development right from conception up until, you know, we grow old at every stage of our life. Um, adequate, proper nutrition is very, very important. And then later on, I decided that, you know what, I'm going to, um, you know, go ahead and do a TV show. I went from, you know, um, teaching classes, teaching people how to cook food, um, you know, uh, preparing um, stacks, um, cakes, selling them and so on. But I got to the point where I felt like, you know what, I could do a TV show. I could um, present particularly Northern Nigerian food um, in a way that had never been seen before and, you know, shed more light on our food and also um, teach how to cook healthy. So that was how I started the show, you know, started a blog that revolves around making Northern delicacies and cooking healthy recipes. So, first things um, to start a TV show or a cooking show, sorry, in this case, you've got to have a vision, you know. Um, you have to know what exactly it is that you want, you know. You have to have your short-term and your long-term visions of the show. So, because um, putting your visions in place actually helps you set goals and targets to work around. Um, for my case, it was, in my, for, you know, I mean, for instance, uh, for me, it was, the focus was going to be on northern Nigerian food. And so I had my target, my target audience. It was mostly going to start from the northern Nigerians before it spread out, you know. I knew what my target was. I knew what my audience, uh, what I wanted my audience um, to be. So your vision 
you know, determine the type of audience you'll attract over time. I know that my audience is mostly women. I think I have about 65 to 70% women, um, young women watching my programs. So yes, um, say you want to start a cooking show for children, your target audience are most likely going to be children, parents, um, caregivers, or, you know, um, prospective, um, you know, future parents. So yes, so you should be looking at your audience, the target, the age group, um, you know, the sex, the location. So the goals will also mentally prepare you for the resources that you, you know, you'll be needing. Um, you'd also have to select a brand name. Yeah. Quite early that fits the idea of your food show. Um, then secondly, the know-how now for me, like research is so, so important. I love to do research. When I started, decided to start my, um, food show, I didn't have any media experience, but I had to learn by myself. So continuous learning is a process of life. You've got to keep learning. You've got to keep developing yourself. Um, we've got so many resources at our fingertips. Um, Google is there, YouTube videos. So I read a lot. I spoke to a lot of people, people in media. I learned how to create scripts. I did more research on cooking, you know, um, presentation skills and so on. I was never into media, but I had to learn how, um, you know, I mean, like how shows are being shot, how videos have been made, editing, sound, everything. I learned um, mostly by myself, doing research and asking people. So it's important and I mean, really recommended that you conduct, you conduct your research before starting up and self-evaluate. For creativity's sake and constant ideas, research is really important. It can also give you an insight on the best platforms suitable for your content because not all content has to be on TV. You can do stuff for YouTube. You can decide that it's just only Instagram you're going to do. You know, you can decide to do radio shows. Um, you can decide to write books. You know, you can decide to, you know, so many things that you can do um, in this field. So yes, um, I, I mean, if there are limitations in your cooking skill, you can learn how to cook better. So it's advisable to learn a little. This, I mean, could be by, like I said, taking online courses, watching YouTube, watching tutorials, um, or even learning from other chefs because you don't know it all. Like I say all the time, I'm still work in process. Sorry, I'm still, I'm still work in progress. Um, yeah, so next is your financial analysis. Um, this factor is one of those that hinders a lot of people from achieving their goals. But I always say, say start with the little that you have. Start where you are, with just right where you are with what you have. Somehow, um, the money is going to come along. You've got to start wherever you are with the little that you have. Um, so I know that, yes, um, finances can hinder lots of people from achieving their goals, but you can start small. You can start with as little as your phone, using your phone camera to record yourself um, while cooking, you know, or while um, teaching how to cook and so on. Before you can collaborate with other people, um, you can decide to rent equipment if you don't have the money to purchase. I didn't start by buying um, filming equipment and all. I spoke with friends, some people um, brought in their cameras, some rented out their, their cameras to me and so on. So yes, you can you create a list of the things that you'll need funding for urgently and then you attend to the top items first, you know. Another very important one is officially registering your brand's name. You know, that's very, very important. It's a priority. You have to take care of that before all other things even fall into place. 
Next is resources. You know, getting the required resources needed is a pretty broad part of starting a food show. Um, in this context, it means, you know, acquiring the required materials, like I said, your camera, um, microphones, lighting, voiceover software. And you don't have to buy all of this stuff by yourself. You can actually rent them for the period of time that you'll be needing. Um, you need to get technical assistance who will be helping with the video production and editing, um, you know, cooking utensils. You can use your own you can borrow some from you know friends uh, siblings your mother you know um so the, th the truth is you can't actually acquire everything at once except of course if you're <laughs> if your last name is dangote <laughs> so you know just using the concept of you know a house is built brick by brick analogy it is okay to start with small consistent steps and it's important to get resources within your budget and then you monetize your content and reinvest in more resources so lastly it would be um okay last before this it's going to be your production and content plan uh you have to know exactly what it is that you're going to be you know what your content is going to look like at least a wide period of time so that you can stay consistent so this is where the heavy lifting lies your ability to creatively transform your vision you know you've got a vision and you've got to put that you've you know, I always say start putting it down on paper, you know, put it down on paper. You have ideas and you want to bring them up to life, you know, into um, visual and entertaining content that will attract people to your show. So your show's content plan means knowing what to create, how it will be executed and when to display it to the world while production plans involves your script writing, your recipe developing, ingredients for preparation, and the processes that will be used in creating the content. Um, and then you also have strong partnerships, very important to um, you know, create strong partnerships. This involves identifying other brands, organizations, and businesses that you can partner with, uh, make a list of you know businesses or brands you can partner with, and you can pitch your ideas to them, collaborate with them. Sometimes you gotta even do stuff for free, you know, um, and then they see, and then they, I mean, get to see, get, grow, um, that confidence grows, and they can actually call you back to say, okay, you know what, do this for us. It might not be exactly how you want it to be, but you can actually curate something that will work um, with your brand. So yes, strong partnerships helps in expanding your network and your audience. Also, you've got to find ways to um, monetize your content. Now, after investing time, energy, and resources and starting a food show, certain benefits are supposed to be reaped. Um, it's not always easy at first, but there are several money-making ways that can be explored. And this includes offering online classes, um, seeking out sponsorships, you know, brand-to-brand um, -brand advertising, and lots more. Um, so my last and final point is that I advise you to network a lot, you know, um, find other food um, content creators, other TV um, people, people that work in the media, um, other food, you know, content creators actually really in this field, um, social gatherings, you know, events. Um, these are some of the very great ways to advertise yourself, make sure you interact with people and just make connections. And so we've come to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Food, People and Advertising Podcast. I am Jamila Lowell signing off. Follow me on Instagram at Jamila O. Lowell. If you'd like to listen to more content like this and want to know more, check out Food, People and Advertising on Instagram, website and podcast. Bye for now.